2: The Therapy as a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Ros and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy as a Christian podcast. I am your host, Ros and Renee, and welcome to another episode of the show. Hi, my people. So, (laughs) y'all, I'm coming to you live and direct in my closet. So I got so tired of the train disrespecting y'all's listening time. And I just told myself, sis, you're going to have to find somewhere else to record this episode. So I'm in my closet and I'm hoping that This may become my new recording space. I don't know, girl. You know, I don't have the kind of acoustics that most people have in their home. But we're going to make it work because I really wanted the train to not be making no disrespectful appearances on the show. So uh, we're going to see how this goes. So, yes, I'm coming to you not on a Thursday. I know that I did not release the episode this past Thursday. Y'all, this week was a little bit... I packed too much in one week. And so my recording time got away from me. However, I am going to record two episodes back to back. So you will get a recording um, this Sunday. And then also on Thursday, we'll be back on our regularly scheduled program. However, when y'all listen to that episode, I will be in Puerto Rico with my husband for his 30th birthday. Okay. So I'll be having a whole hot wife fall situation in Puerto Rico a Bay. But anyway so I wanted to come on, to, come on here, and just say hello again. Thank you for listening. Hello to all my new listeners. I've noticed that my numbers have gone up recently, and so I'm really excited for all the new people that are discovering the show. Hello and welcome. My name is Rozanne Renee, and you are listening to Therapy It's Christian Podcast. So, I also wanted to give a shout out to a listener that left a such a nice review. If you are not subscribed to the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. It helps the show so much for other people to be able to um, find the show. So I'm going to read her um, message out to you all because it was so nice. And if you want your uh, message and review to be featured on the podcast, that will be the way that I do my listener shout out. So Lester Lou, this is for you, girl. You said Truly a blessing. This was nothing but God to listen to this podcast. Every word you spoke in episode one, I'm truly blessed by this podcast. Thank you for taking the first steps and starting this because, like myself who suffered with depression, this was so helpful. And so it says, Shout out to you. I'm standing in the gap with you with that because I understand and know so much firsthand how depression can try to rob us of our joy. And so I'm so glad that you found this podcast to be of use to you um in your journey in your mental health journey and so yes y'all we're back um follow me on instagram of course you know rosa renee i'm always on there yapping my little mouth off per usual um and i wanted to just let y'all know that I recently did a time with God challenge and to give like a long version of a short, give a short version of a long story. um, God had been really pressing on my heart about sharing more about spending time with him. And I did not realize that when, you know, I started my journey as a Christian you know, in high school that it would lead to this, but not only that, you know, I realized that over time I have really built a routine with God that I'm proud of in spending time with him. And this has been like five years in the making. And I so I basically took five years of just me ups and downs, highs and lows, and built it into a seven day challenge for fifteen women and they know who they are. They are they have blessed my life so much in this week um, from teaching them about how to set up their time with God, how to actually have effective quality time with him. I did a class on teaching them how to study the Bible, just a really quick intro and gave them different things that they can utilize in making their time with God be effective, because I feel like in church. We don't really although we're talking all these things about God and who God is and all these things and um churches do a great job of that, but I don't think that we've taken the extra step of practically describing what it means to do these things. And taking the super spiritual part of spending time with God or we need to have a relationship with God and making that into You know, walking people step by step through what it means and what it looks like to spend time with God has been such a joy to my heart um, to share. And I think that time with God, especially when you know what to do, makes it more desirable. And so this whole challenge was just about teaching them the basics of giving their time to God. And I think it's truly blessed them. It's truly blessed me in a way that I can't even describe. And so I'm going to do another time with God challenge in December. It'll be like maybe first or second week of December. It's going to be after Thanksgiving, um right before Christmas holiday. So and especially as we're preparing for the year, making sure that we can all get on the same page about entering the new year with God and really making sure we give him time. I don't know if I'm going to do the challenge. Next year I may, I don't know. It's going to be in you know drenched in prayer and if God sees fit for me to do it but if you are not a part if you are wanting to be a part of a challenge where you can really really connect with me Um, We have a group message going where we talk to each other throughout the day, provide encouragement, share things. It's just such a good thing. And so be a part of that challenge. Get on my email list. Um, I will make sure to link that in the bio so that you can find out when um, that challenge will go. I usually only take a small group of people. This challenge sold out in like three days. And so I'm thinking and praying a bit to God about you know what's the next number of people because I literally want to keep it super intimate. So just make sure you're on the email list so that you can hear first dibs of whenever that challenge is going to be. Um, and it is a small investment; it was twenty five dollars for them to join, but that just goes for being able to provide as much value. Um, And I utilize a lot of webinar tools and so that helps pay for that so that I can be able to provide that for you all as well. So today we are going to be talking about um, self-esteem and worthiness. And so for those of you who are just now really getting on my podcast there is going to be a part two episode to this. Um, I talked about last week the power of accountability and just the importance of having people in your life and the power of having that circle. But I think what I have realized recently is that individually um, self-esteem and worthiness. And if you don't know what worthiness is, definitely look up the word. But that has been my whole journey, I feel like, this year. And my word for 2019 was worthiness. And I said at the beginning of the year that, you know, I've gone through so much as it relates to dealing with shame, um, blaming myself for a lot of things, not feeling good enough to God, not feeling like I was, quote unquote, worthy enough to be his daughter. And I wanted to walk out of 2019 feeling super worthy and feeling like I'm proud to be his child. I'm proud to be the woman that I am. And tying nothing to that as it relates to my accomplishments, I wanted to individually, internally feel worthy. And so um, I think I have really discovered what it means to walk in worthiness. Um, It's definitely a process. It's taken me still being in therapy, currently having to walk through that. Um, And so I'm going to hit a little bit on why it's important to be feel worthy and what that has looked like for me, Um, because I truly feel like even though it's only November, I'm walking out of this year feeling so confident in myself, feeling so worthy of God, feeling like I can truly be his daughter and make mistakes here and there but still feel connected to him and still feel like he's so proud of me and that he looks at me in that way. And so um definitely not perfect. Definitely still have a lot to work on. Um even I can just give a tidbit of some things that I feel like I still have problems with sometimes. And that's like working through friendships. Um, I'm a super particular person. So when it comes to my routine and my time, I don't really like that to be thrown off. And so learning to be flexible, learning to not be so square all the time because your girl, I was talking about this the other day. I'm not a big person when it comes to like, what's going on in the world? Like I'm staying in my bubble sis. I don't even watch the news, girl, because I just don't even have time. And i unsubscribed to the shade room on Instagram a long time ago, so I don't even really know be doing what's really going on for real for real. But anyway. So what was I talking about? Yeah. So I just really wanted to share what it means, <laughs> y'all, yeah, I'm so funny. What it means to walk in worthiness. Um I think for me I have always felt like I had to be perfect um, and I've always felt like I always had to feel like when I felt good about what me and God were doing I often felt like I had a chip on my shoulder and so then that made me seem as if like I was quote unquote better than others and that was my way of identifying that I was worthy because I felt like I was doing something good and I wanted to feel like it was like I was complete, like if that makes sense. And so none of those things I felt like completed me. Um and when it comes to self-esteem, I have always felt like self-esteem has a lot to do with how you look or self-esteem has a lot to do with how you feel that day, but truly self-esteem is just being satisfied with you, being satisfied that no matter where you are, you feel confident in you. Like you can bet on yourself. At all times. And so I know I tell y'all this. This is why you listen to this podcast. The title of this podcast is important for a reason. Um, I plan on doing another how to find a therapist webinar um, coming up. So again, if you are not subscribed to my email list, please subscribe because I'm going to do another webinar, especially going into the new year on just how to find a therapist. And I'm going to do a really, really in-depth Q&A and probably help some people find a therapist live on that webinar so please sign up for my email list because I send a ton of information every week um, for that but go to therapy like this is about doing the work I'm gonna link below my podcast called the cost of healing because I don't want to ever make it seem as if that my y'all listening to this podcast is just enough like you can hear things all day you can digest things that people say all day. You can listen to sermons all day. You can be inspired all day, but if you don't do the work behind what you digest, it's null and void. Faith faith without works is dead. And so you can do hear all these things, you can believe all day, but if you don't take that belief and put work behind it, it's not going to see. You're not going to see pr- production or or fruit from that. And so I think that I never want to portray as if I'm coming on this podcast to provide information, inspiration and, you know, relatability and testimony for you to just hear this and not do anything with it. Like it's about you doing the work and the cost to heal hurts really bad. But the other side of that hurt is really, 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 really you being free. And so I think when. We talk about healing and we talk about wanting to have all these things and, you know, not feeling like, you know, I just talked to a lot of people lately that have been saying, you know, I'm so anxious about this or I've been having panic attacks or um, I'm struggling with feeling like I can follow through on things or I'm feeling like overwhelmed with emotions and I'm having a hard time processing them or, I just really want to avoid all these things. I don't have time to deal with this. But truly, y'all, the only way that you're going to see real breakthrough is if you have to you have to walk through your own deliverance. And I think that it's important that I, as a person who loves you and prays for you, because I prayed for these the people that listen, whose ears listen to this podcast to be mindful that God uses painful situations to bring you through and bring you to the other side like we look at pain as such a negative thing if we blame God we blame people we blame situations as a point to not want God to use those things sometimes God has to use those things for you to come to his feet and be before him and so I want to hold you accountable and let you know like sis, you have to do this for you. There are generations and people tied to your purpose. And if you don't take the step to really address why you have felt the way you have felt, whether it's you losing a family member, whether it's breaking up breaking break losing um a, a friendship or ending a relationship with someone who was abusive or all these examples that I always provide or daddy issues, or you're in a marriage and you're you really don't know how to receive love because you've never truly walked in what it means for somebody to love on you. Like all these things and blessings that God wants to provide for us, is sometimes hard for us to accept because we don't even really see it as a positive. Um, and so I just am challenging you to please. Go find somebody to talk you through this. Go find somebody who can, who can really help you, and um, you know, keep that in mind over the next couple of weeks as we get into December, because that's going to be around the time that I'm going to do these things. Especially as we are preparing for the new year, I just want you to be mindful of what's what's going to be positive for you going into this next year. Um, not even really kind of like. Say this as a purpose for next year, because I feel like you can you can invoke change at any time, but I really feel like God wants to speak to you about being before him, and um I have some things that I really would like to share as it relates to getting more personal with you all and being more available to you all, so just keep that in mind um and really really try to find a therapist if you have not already. Um, utilize go back to my episode about how to find a therapist I'll link that also below so that you can listen to that if you're in the hunt for one and then I will also be doing another webinar about how to find a therapist so you can see me and ask questions so on and so forth so let's get into this really quickly because I know I've been talking for a minute but um, as it relates to worthiness I-, I want you all to be mindful of Let's say you're I mean I'm 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 29 so I got 29 years on me but let's just say you're 25 26 years old and even for my older listeners let's say you're 37 39 years old you have over 20 years worth of life and looking over your 20 years of life whether you had it or you didn't have it, you may have never been told that you were good enough. I know, especially for African-American culture, because I know I have some listeners that are African-American, which is totally fine. Um, the idea of having to be strong or be the leader in your family or be the one that went to college and like got the education or the one that had to like really be the poster child of whatever you had to go through, You may have never been instilled self-esteem like a lot of times for me much of what I was or I perceived many times when my mom would tell me like go after it go for it go for it I attached my self-esteem to my accomplishments so I pushed for all these accomplishments and would get them but would never feel satisfied and so when I look back over those years when I really was like who am I? I never knew because so much of my foundational self-esteem was tied to accomplishments. And so, none of what I thought, no nobody ever kind of said like you're so worthy of being loved. You're worthy of being valued. That your worth is so much higher in just being you you don't have to be perfect at everything that be okay with making mistakes and I hear people all the time talk about like embracing mistakes or I embrace those things that are hard because they make me better or they're a lesson I am just now understanding that term because at first when I would hear that it would scare me because it would make me feel like well why is why are mistakes necessary why are why are things about me not being perfect going to help me and I can't really explain that to you I feel like when people say that they really are on the other side of understanding mistakes because there's a lot of experience and wisdom attached to those situations but for me I had to be stripped completely and so when I say to you that you've probably never been told you're good enough, hear it from me and hear me say to you, yes, you are enough. Your value in this world is enough. I know people that may listen to this podcast and feel suicidal, like go seek help. Call a 1-800 number that I'm going to link below for you. Call a 1-800 number because... I think that we have to be mindful that it's important to know that you are worthy of God's love. And it's not you are not devalued because of your past. Um, You know, there have been times where I've had to recognize that I couldn't be enough for other people and what they were going through because I internally didn't feel like I was good enough. And so you got to recognize the past and where this lack of self-esteem started or never was created. Because if you have never been told by someone who you love that you are valuable, that you are worth it, you will always be looking for it in some other person or some other thing or some other entity because there is an expectation that was never fulfilled for you as a kid or as a teenager or as an adult that when that expectation wasn't fulfilled it made you lose trust in anybody or any anything within yourself of feeling like you're valuable and i think this ties a lot to our parent parental relationships because parents really y'all parents do the best they can or the worst that they can because some parents aren't the best and I think that they've been taught or they have gone through things themselves where they were never informed on how to care for a child or know what a child needs and internally and innately we all want our parents and we all have expectations of our parents to be these high performing people in our lives but when they're not we just lose all trust and we just think that the world is against us. And I think you need to look at this through the lens of a different set of eyes and look at how did your parents grow up? Like what were the things that they grew up looking at that were dysfunctional where they themselves were never poured into in a positive way where they could only give you from an empty space. And so um, I always think of this verse that states like love the Lord with all your heart and love your neighbor as you love yourself. If they weren't taught how to love themselves, the love that they're giving you, quote unquote, may or may not be from an empty space. And so in some cases. Some parents you see and can change their perspective and say, I'll never be who I was. To, I would I will never be who my parents were to me. And they offer a very genuine, loving love. But I think our expectations a lot of times for people that have been close to us have triggered our feelings where we don't feel good enough because we were never poured into. And so, yes, I'm not trying to get into a soapbox because these are things you have to process and therapy. You have to process why this happened, what it feels like, why it didn't work, why your expectations are that way, and really come to a place of not only realizing that but forgiving. And most of us don't want to forgive because we feel like forgiving takes something away from the other person, but really, forgiving just frees you. When you hold on to stuff for so long, it becomes, it eats you alive. And I think that the eating alive part is where the anxiety comes from, is where why we don't have successful relationships, why we get so angry so fast, or why we become so resentful of other people, or why we feel so rejected by everybody, or why we look at God as if he doesn't care for us, or why we become so. Just we pour ourselves into other areas like work and become workaholics because we just don't want to feel. And so the eating alive may not necessarily be in your awareness, but it's but it's there. And so I think the reality of never having been poured into God wants to pour into us. Um, He's available to us. And I say all this to say he's redeemed us through Jesus. And we don't sometimes know how to receive it because we've only been hurt. And so I say this to say that, you know, God is available to you. Um, I have had to learn how to allow allow God's love in, which is very hard, if I'm just going to be honest, because it's such a perfect love. It almost seems like, I am never going to be good enough to receive your love. But yes, we're not good enough, but through Christ we are because Christ was the gate opener for us to receive God so that we could be redeemed. And so this is why it's so important to emphasize Jesus when we talk about this because, yes, our unworthiness is not, you know, God, he's so perfect. We're not. But because Jesus was perfect and he died for all of our unperfectness he was the open door for us to be able to be in front of God and that's why he's the perfect one and so you know people can talk about other religions all day but that's you know my perception of this And so, you have a seat to be able to receive God's love even in the unperfection that you may feel about yourself and so as I skip over into this I think that much of the time we have the issue with worthiness is because there's this reality of comparison that sits in front of us on a daily basis. We compare ourselves to any and everybody else and we look at everybody else and we see the highlight reel and we see what it is that other people are doing. And it becomes a thing where we see five to seven minutes of people's lives And we immediately create some form of an opinion about who they are. And the reality is, y'all, that as much as you may be feeling in your life, that other person on the other side of that camera or that picture is feeling probably or has felt in their lives. We all compare. We all have felt rejected at one point. We all suffer with self-esteem issues. We all, you know, even though I'm saying I feel like I'm walking out of this year feeling worthy. It's a daily walk. There are some days where I still feel like imposter syndrome or there's days some days I still feel like, Lord, am I ever going to get to a place where I feel like I'm walking in purpose? Or I feel like, you know, when me and my husband get into it, which is not often, but I'm like, God, am I ever going to be an amazing wife or when I over commit to something? Um, am I ever going to be on top of my time or, you know, things like that I think about that you may look at me or listen to this podcast and think, oh my God, Rosalind this, Rosalind that, like girl, bah, like it's a daily walk, sis. Okay. And so the reality is that you got to stop comparing. And I know that that seems like cliche to say, cause I compare sometimes as well, just out of desires that I have in my heart that I want to be at that space that I may think other people are at. But just coming to the reality, and let me tell you that everybody you may want to be like suffers as well. There is nothing new under the sun. And God reigns on the just and the unjust. So, yeah. A picture, a five minute IG story, a snap, a tweet. A Facebook post doesn't complete or completely erase somebody's pain. Money doesn't erase somebody's pain. Um, a relationship doesn't erase somebody's pain. Like I can tell you as a married woman that my husband doesn't complete me. He adds to my life, but him and his self doesn't complete me. God completes me. And my own happiness provides a space for him to be able to be a part of my life that makes love be a, a very present thing. And so the reality of this comparison life that we have now is you have to be happy within yourself. You have to feel complete within you. And it requires work. It requires you daily reflecting. You may not know how to reflect. And since I get it, I understand. But it's going to take you digging deep. You cannot suppress those feelings forever. Again, like I said, they'll eat you alive. And so this worthiness that I'm talking about is an ability to give yourself permission. It's an ability to allow yourself to be at a place where you get to choose for you that I'm going to be happy Um, And much of the time, in order for you to really understand the reality of why you may be so anxious, why you may feel like you can't get to the next step is because there have been there is something tied to that that has happened in the past that you have not processed. Um, Or you may have forgotten about or you may have never allowed yourself to have an outlet to be able to talk about it. Or have trusted other people to give you that space because you've always been that space for everybody. But nobody has allowed you to be that space or have that space for yourself. And so this is why I will say every Christian under the sound of my voice needs to be in therapy. And if you've been to a therapist and you didn't like them, there's not an excuse to not try again. You have to keep getting on the bicycle and try again, no matter how much it hurts. Um... So, yeah. Another thing is, as it relates to comparison, we fix our eyes on others unintentionally. And this is why I believe that spending time with God is important, because God is a God of wisdom. God is a God of enlightenment. God is light himself. And so when we fix our eyes on him, we recognize when we are doing the most or we're triggered. Um Yes, I do believe that spending time with God is important and is vital and he will show you as you build a relationship with him what it means to work through stuff. But I do realize and do agree that therapy is another outlet for you to be able to have, again, the awareness and the enlightenment of even the practical things um, of why your boss made you mad the other day. What was it the specific thing that he said that made you feel a certain way? That brought about this anxiety that you never knew you had, um, which could be tied to maybe somebody in your past that has made you feel that way. Um, and so going back to fixing our eyes unintentionally on others, you cannot think that, again, everybody that we're looking at is perfect because they are not perfect. They are not it god is it and so yeah another thing that i think that impacts our ability to be um to have self-esteem is this the idea of contentment and being in a certain season i think this microwave get to your space mentality or um walking your road and not anybody else's or not looking at other people and all of that makes us may has made us really like lose the idea of contentment and what it means to be okay in one season so i have told y'all this before and i'm happy to say because i feel like saying the number means the means of accomplishment but um as of november um uh, me and my husband have paid off about eleven thousand dollars worth of debt since last year um Paying this debt off has been a process. It has been such an overwhelming process at that. But if I weren't content with the fact that he and I made this decision at last year, because um, before last year, in our first year of marriage, we were so overwhelmed with our finances. We both had had a certain amount of debt, credit cards, medical bills, student loans so on and so forth and we didn't have a hold on what we were holding on to or our money we made enough money but we couldn't we couldn't grasp a hold on it because I was a spender he wasn't organized if I'm just being frank and we just weren't working together and I think it caused a lot of arguments and it just caused us to be at a place where we were like just unhappy with our finances I'm not unhappy in our marriage, just finances were frustrating. When we sat down to do them, it was an argument, and I think that we got to a point to where we, because we were so frustrated, we were like, we have to do something different. And I had to become content with being a couple that's newly married, not going on vacations, not going to buy clothes, not getting my nails done anymore having to be at home and cook, not going on these extravagant dinner dates, not going to the movies every weekend or going on a date every week. Um, And I saying that has to be people's reality. But we were just in a season where we had to be content and lay low with spending and had to learn our ways of doing things. And over time, we were able to pay off medical bills, credit cards, both our cars early and pay off a credit card, which will be paid off later this month. That was my credit card that he you know, adopted when we got married. That was $5,000 from my stupidness when I was single. Well, single, quote unquote, dating with him. And so... The idea of being content when you see all these couples on Instagram or newlyweds, quote unquote, going on these vacations over the over in other countries. Not saying, you know, I don't know nothing about nobody's money, but just this idea that this is what, you know, love looks like and that be content with what we had. We don't make a lot of money. Not saying we don't make a lot of money. I mean, I say that because we are very blessed. But we had to keep in mind of what was coming into our account and what was going out. Just having an assignment for where our money went. And to be able to lay low that long, like, y'all, my toes not even done right now. Like, I have not one lick of nail polish on them or my hands. Um, I do have braids, but that's because we're going to Puerto Rico. But over time, we were able to add some more things in, you know, like buying clothes. Like, we didn't buy clothes for like a year. Like almost a year. I wanna say it was about we just added our clothing budget in like over the summer. As a means to like we could actually a lot to go shopping. Um and so when I say this to say, be content in your season, be content with being single. If that's where God has you, sis like it's okay. Pay some debt off. Like Believe me, prepare yourself, start preparing yourself, prepare to have a husband by paying off some things, get on a budget, be bring something to the table of then of just like, oh, I got all, you know, this time and so much love I want to share with this man. Like prepare yourself, prepare your finances, prepare your mind, prepare your heart to serve, because when you're married, you're serving, you are like being available for somebody, Um, And so this idea of contentment Like we don't Me and Nico don't look like every other couple But you know In about seven years We probably could go overseas But you know what I'm saying Like be content in your season Because It's a matter of being confident That one day you will be okay One day you'll be at this point It takes work Be content with your job Are you respecting your job? Are you coming to work on time? That's still something I got to work on. Are you coming to work on time? Are you doing your best while you're there? Are you treating people with respect? Are you calling people back? Are you doing amazing customer service? Are you making sure you document all your stuff? Are you making sure that you pay your bills on time? Like The idea of contentment is being satisfied and managing what you have, knowing that one day you'll get there. But what do you have now? What can you be content with and be satisfied currently with what God has given you? And so be confident that, yes, you're blessed, but what are you doing that provides some level of contentment and, and happiness and gratefulness for what God has already blessed you with? We're we so ready to move to the next thing, um, that we're not okay with what's in front of us and cultivating what's in front of us. Um, And so I think it's a matter Of learning contentment God spoke that word to me earlier This year and I Still you know Go back and forth with him about That because I'm always like God how is Where I'm at adding value to where You're taking me like I don't understand But There's Always a brick by brick by brick By brick when you're Satisfied with just what's in front of you Um and can manage what's just in front of you. Okay, and then the last thing is doing the work of changing. Um, I go back to this point of self-esteem is you cannot expect to do the same thing expect a different result. You cannot expect something to change if you don't change. You cannot expect to see the next thing if you're not committed. Um, And you got to commit to something, whether it's making sure you get up, you know, a couple times a week to almost every day and spending time with God start with one thing like the work of changing is not this merit is not this um you know uh 5k mindset it's a marathon like you gotta pace yourself add one thing to the to the table don't ram like throw a bunch of stuff on yourself with the expectation like this year I had goals and things that I wanted to do, but God completely changed my mind. I came in with a word of what I wanted to walk through. And that was my word for this year was worthiness and everything that I can think of tied to that word. Um, I had goals and things that I, again, said I wanted to do. But most of what I accomplished was tied to the inner work of what I had to do. I didn't have to do as much hard work as I had to do last year because last year was just my stripping year. I was stripped to the bits and this year was like a rebuilding. I feel like where God was rebuilding me back up. It was very overwhelming. It was me taking all of the character things I learned in the season of being stripped and building my intimacy back with God because he stripped me completely of everything I thought. He stripped me of my expectations friendships people I thought that I thought I had great relationships with but not saying I didn't have great relationships with them but just having to learn to let go and being okay with the fact of that I can't always be in everyone's season like God even telling me like you can no longer be a part of this not as a means of you know they can't be in my life but I couldn't be in their lives um saying no to people building boundaries it was a building year for me this year I feel like and so doing the work I do the work like I'm constantly reflecting every day I'm constantly surrendering to God and just telling him like Lord you know this is where I'm at I have my moments where I might say some words like I just But I stay before the Father because I don't have a choice, if that makes sense. And so doing the work of changing, step into your year, step into, you know, December, starting off the next year, going into therapy or working through your past because it has a reason and it has a purpose. And so, um, you know, that's where I'm at with this. That's kind of where I wanted to say. And I don't have a lot of things of building self-esteem you know, that could be, um, you know, very like motivating. Cause self-esteem is, is a thing where sometimes you're going to have to go through the pain. And I hope that this relates to you. Um, please send me a DM if this specific episode helped you. And I have more to share about the idea of worthiness, um, and kind of the things that I have processed through worthiness. And in that episode next, we'll, I'm going to be sharing, um, what I have learned about that so thank you for listening to this week's episode I love you all so much we on the lookout for next week's episode which will be releasing Thursday and Friday November 8th is my base birthday so <laughs> you know I'll be in Puerto Rico, sis. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) I will talk to you all soon. I love you so much. Make sure you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast and I'll talk to you soon. All right.